Hi, this is Rio Wade, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for seven-year-old Isabel Salis. Isabel went missing from her home April 20th, 2012 at 6 a.m. She went missing from her hometown of Tucson, Arizona. She is Hispanic, three foot eight inches tall, weighing 44 pounds with hazel eyes and light brown hair. Isabel is missing one top and one bottom tooth. She was last seen wearing a blue tank top and navy blue basketball shorts. If you know of Isabel Salis's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Isabel Salis, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing. Hi, this is Rio Wade, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for seven-year-old Isabel Salis. Isabel went missing from her home April 20th, 2012 at 6 a.m. She went missing from her hometown of Tucson, Arizona. She is Hispanic, three foot eight inches tall, weighing 44 pounds with hazel eyes and light brown hair. Isabel is missing one top and one bottom tooth. She was last seen wearing a blue tank top and navy blue basketball shorts. If you know of Isabel Salis's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Isabel Salis, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Today's kids can face some very tough issues in their lives every day. Now we have a place to come to for some much-needed help. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, here is your host. Welcome to the Voice America Kids Network. I am Kara Eglinton. And I'm Macaulay. And this is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Now, what we're talking about today is domestic abuse. Now... Well, I know we've talked. I've talked about this a little bit before, but now we're getting to a new subject because we got stories that open up a new horizon. We have our friend uh, let us share <coughs> is going to let us share her story on what happened with her, and and then I'm going to be talking about a story that actually was on a talk show on CBS Five. If you guys have heard Anderson Cooper, he has a talk show on Channel Five. It's uh, local channel CBS Five for Arizona. Uh, and there was a story on there that I watched about three weeks ago with my mom, and just watching the story just made me so upset. But then just to realize, like, wow, this is a reality. This is actually happening. So. At the end of the show today, I'll be sharing that story with you. Um, Emma will be sharing her friend's story first, and then I'll be sharing the Anderson Cooper story. But for right now, though, we're going to talk about some st- statistics. There we go. I can't say that <laughs> I word. Can't, I can't say that word. Don't ask me to say that word. And the cycle of domestic violence. Yes, because um, we, we wanted to just do a little bit more research about it just to kind of see, you know, I guess, I don't know how to put it, like maybe see just kind of what more it's about and just kind of... You know, and we're doing all kinds of domestic violence, even if it's teenage dating to adult <laughs> to uh, family and relatives and all that. And exactly, because I looked up the well. The definition is 
is um, the abuse occurs between people in an intimate relationship. It can take many forms, including emotional, sexual, and physical abuse and threats of abuse. Men are sometimes abused by partners, but it's most often directed toward women. Because I have noticed that in our society, that women are the ones that are getting the abuse because, you know, we see men as the strongest. We, I mean, they're the ones that are the leaders. They're the ones that you know, are are in control. They want to be the ones that... They have, I guess, what people think because they think they're more muscular and they're just strong, physically built. But you never really hear of a case where a woman is abusing a male. That's hard. It's either a woman, like uh, a mother abusing her child, not like a woman abusing a her... Man. Uh, uh, like her husband or whatever you don't really see that because in our society we see we still think that oh if a man hits a woman it's terribly wrong it's really really wrong but it one what if a woman hit a man that's self-defense exactly like you don't you don't really see from both sides of views i mean you only see that view of a woman getting abused and i actually um some of the stuff i looked up which all the information that i'm sharing from you or to you is from the domestic violence resource center online and one in four women which is about 25 percent have experienced domestic abuse in their life just in general i mean so i mean that's a pretty high percentage i mean that shouldn't be 25 percent. i know it could be a lot higher and i'm lucky that it's not higher but you know, that's still, that's horrible. And then, you know, estimates range from 960,000 incidents of violence against current or former spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, to 3 million women physically abused by their husbands or boyfriends per year. Now, and just, you know, between 600,000 to 6 million women are victims of domestic violence each year, and between 100,000 to 6 million men, depending on the type of survey used to obtain data. So, you know, there's kind of varying, you know, numbers of people that get gotten abused in, like, you know, within a year, but... You know, that's still, hearing those numbers, like, I mean, having at least six million people a year, you know, whether it's a man or woman getting abuse, I and, mean. And just imagine, that's only half. Just imagine how many of it is un, unreported. I mean, because yes. that's what happens when, once you're in a relationship like that, if you're the one that's being abused, you think you're the one that's doing something wrong that it's all your fault that they're doing that to you, which it's not your fault. They have no right to either physically put you down or mentally put you down. You, you don't have, they don't have the right, they don't have the power to do that, but they just give you, you giving them enough power to let them do that to you. And it's, it's in that mindset where you're, wearing rose-colored glasses that you don't see what's really going on. Like, you're just faded, and you don't really know what's going on. I don't really know how else to put it. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eklinton. And our topic today is domestic violence in all forms. So what you were just saying, how a lot of it isn't even reported – you know, one of the stats that I read on the Domestic Violence Resource Center online, uh, you know, nearly out of three out of four people, which is about 74 percent of just Americans in general, are victims of domestic violence or they don't even report it. 
or like, you know, they personally knew somebody who has been abused in any kind of form. And, you know, they still haven't said anything to anybody. Now, we've also looked at places where you can get help. You know, some of the common ones that hopefully everybody should know where to get help is, you know, at least somebody you trust, you know, somebody like your friends, family, family. teachers, you know, anybody that you can even just feel comfortable with, feel comfortable talking to them. Uh, You know, there's also the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which if you'd like that number, it is 800-799-SAFE, which is 800 seven nine nine seven two three three now you know there's also health care providers you know when you're going to the doctor i mean you know because mental and physical abuse you know it's, it takes a toll on you in any yeah. kind of way you know and so you know like you know you need to check out with your health care provider there's also you know local women's shelters or crisis centers you know there's counseling and, and mental health centers or even the local courts you know the court system i mm-hmm. mean you know it's justice you anybody know. who any even a stranger they can come and help you and i mean there's so many resources that if you feel afraid that you're scared that they'll find out that like it's your fault it's never your fault no one should ever raise a hand or say words to you that hurt you i mean i know i wouldn't want somebody to do that to me and i know there's a lot of people in that right mindset that are like, oh, that's never going to happen to me. It's not It's not set in my life plan. The thing is, it just happens. You never know when it would happen to you. And that's why you have to take these kind of precautions. You're going to need to know, like if you're ever in this kind of situation, that there's so much help out there, whether it's going to somebody you trust or going to a care center or your health care provider or just anybody. I mean, you know, and that's what Emma and I are here for you or to tell you. Yeah, and if you like to email the show, send it to voicemarkakids at yahoo.com. Make sure you mention my name, Emma McCauley. And Kara Eglinton. And make sure you mention the show name, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And share, ask questions. We'll try to help you out. Or if you need help, we will get you help. We will be here for you. We don't care who you are. We'll help you no matter what because you don't need to be treated like that. No one in the, in the world. No matter the sh- kind of person. No matter who you are, you should never, ever be in that, in that mindset. Ever. Or having to go through things that normal people on a daily basis don't have to go through. And it, it's scary because like, you don't see it every day because you don't know, like, looking around, you don't know if that person's being abused at home or whatnot. You don't, you don't know because there's no f- clear signs. They either aren't in denial or just they don't want to, they don't want anybody to stop because they're afraid for their life. Yeah, and that's the thing that, you know, when we talk about how there's a lot of people that don't even report it, you know, that just, that makes me question, like, you know, why would you not report something that you know that's happening for a fact? I mean, you know, I know that, you know, with some people, like you were just saying, you know, they can't even tell if a person's actually going through the uh, kind of abuse, but I mean, if you know that it's happening, 
you know, you need to tell somebody or you need to just help them, you know, help them through this and help them realize that there's help and that they don't have to live this kind of lifestyle, that they don't deserve it and that, you know, nobody deserves this kind of thing. No one in the world could ever deserve something like that. Let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. <laughs> and this is the good, the bad, the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. Sorry, this is new cue card. We don't, we don't really know what we're... We're so used to the smiley face, smiley face, winky face, heart face. Anyways... <laughs> Our topic today is domestic violence, all forms, and last topic we were talking about statistics. There, I can't even say it. Yeah, we can't even say it. We should have a person just sitting right there, and if we want to say it, we just point to them, and they just go, statistics. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But anyways. We were, yeah, we were reading off stats. Let's just say that. Yeah, reading off stats. About domestic abuse. And we want to get into, um, it just clicked in my memory. Uh, an episode of Glee aired a couple of weeks ago when Coach Beast, who is the coach of uh, the football team and all that, came to school with a black eye. And, of course, the girls were like, oh, did they get all Chris Brown on you? You know, because 
as you know, Chris Brown um, hit Rihanna, and it was a big spectacle and all that. But they were Sue Sylvester, who is the coach for the Cheerios. They didn't like. She didn't like that they were making fun of. That's not funny. That domestic violence should not be funny. And so they did this uh, one song from Chicago, the play Chicago, and that's when we find out that Coach Beast married um, Cooter, Coach Cooter from a recruitment team from college, and he actually gave her the black eye and was going into detail um, on what happened. And all I can remember, I'll admit to you now, in every episode I glee, I end up crying because it moves me that much. And I that... I guess that episode of Glee just hit me so hard that my mom actually had to stop stop right in the middle of it and I had to leave the room because I was crying so hard because I'm just imagining that happens in real life. That just doesn't happen on TV. And I'm a very emotional person. and So am I. As, as you all know that I cannot deal with violence. I don't like violence. I don't like... Anything, I don't like people hitting each other. I don't like anything that has to do with hurting other people. Because I'm just that person that I don't believe in violence. I don't believe in any, But it happens. And it's scary. Because you see on TV, they kind of gloss it over. They, they talk about what really happens, but they don't really get, get into, straight into the facts. They get straight into facts and what really happens. And they, they show... Uh, bruises and stuff like that, but they don't ever really show that somebody's actually beating them or sexually abusing them or mentally or uh, verbally abusing. And I have some, uh, not steps, uh, but like cycles on what happens in a relationship. And the first is dominance. Abusive individuals need to feel in charge of the relationship. They will make decisions for you and the family and tell you what to do. So they'll basically say, like, do this. Like, you can't go see, you can't hang out with these people. You aren't allowed to do that. You're allowed to be here with me. And they'll basically completely control their life. They think they have every word and what they do and say in their life when they don't. And an abuser will... Uh, next step is humiliation. An abuser, an abuser will do everything in his or she power to make her, uh, yourself feel bad in some way and make you believe that you're worthless and that you are the scum of the earth, which is not true. Exactly. Like, for example, like, so say that, you know, you went to a movie with some of your friends. And he didn't approve of that. He said, you know what, no, you can't go see that movie. I want you here home with me. But you went anyways. Then you come home and he starts yelling at you, screaming at you, saying, why did you go to that movie? I wanted you here with me. You know, why, why do you think you have that power to do that? Why do you think you can do that? And then your first instinct, your first thought would be, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. I won't, go, I won't go do that again. And he'll be like, yeah, you know, you're, you're sure sorry, you know, and, you know, then that kind of leads from there. I mean, that's just, it's kind of what happens in that. Yeah, the next step, the third step is in isolation. In order to increase your dependence on him or her, the abusive partner will cut off from the outside world. Yeah. So it will cut, cut, like we said before when it said dominance, they will literally, 
isolation, they'll literally cut you off from everything that, uh, if you want to go to the movie with your friends, cut off. If you want to go to the mall with your mom, cut off. They'll do anything just to have them, because you're giving them that power to cut you off from everybody because you think that's what's best for them. Exactly, and and you basically won't be able to have a life. You can't do things for yourself. You can't, you know, think of yourself before others because you're too busy thinking about what they're doing and what they're trying to do to control you. And the fourth step is threats. The abuser commonly uses threats to keep their partner from leaving or to scare them into dropping charges. Your abuser may threaten to hurt you or kill you, your children or other family members, or even pets. He or she may also threaten to commit suicide, file false charges against you, and report you as a child into child services. So basically what you're going to accuse him of, he'll turn around and make it seem Make like it your, you, fault. your fault which is what's kind of because he he's getting into they're getting into your head that you, they're realizing that they have that power that they can change what you can do say if you press charges against them then they'll do they'll threaten their lives to make you drop them or not exactly talk to them or even like on a really high standard, they'll threaten to kill your whole family or even yourself, which is a scary thought. I wouldn't just imagining that someone willing to kill somebody for that is just, oh, exactly. Just and it, it's, it's sickening, it's horrible. And you know, that's why you know we're trying to get across to everybody that there is help, there are things that you can do to try to help yourself. And others, because you realize that you're not only hurting yourself in this situation, but you're hurting the others around you who care about you. And, you know, hopefully the others around you that care about you will try to help you. But, you know, sometimes you just got to take that initiative and you got to, you know, have kind of that wake up call and realize that there's help out there and that your life would be so much better if you just took that initiative and got help. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. And our topic today is all forms of domestic violence. So so the fifth step is intimidation. Your abuser may use a variety of intimidation tactics to, disca- to, to scare you into submission, which is a scary thought because you're so in love with that person that you're, you're scared of what they might do. Like, and you don't want to believe that they're this abusive person. You want to believe that things will change. You know, you stay in this to hope that things will change. And you don't realize that there's, you know, maybe months, maybe even years that go by. And, you know, you're in this abusive relationship and you were stuck. I mean, because you didn't realize soon enough that, you know, there's help and that you can change your life, which, you know, and I'm, tr- I'm not trying to say, you know, like people are horrible for not realizing that because when you're in that kind of situation, you know, of course you're not going to realize this soon enough, but then because you love that person, you, that yeah, you love them and you just don't, you don't want to accept that. You don't want to believe that. And you think that, you know, okay, this person will change and you know, he loves me, he can be with me, but you know, in all honesty, yeah. I mean, that's, just not really the case and the last step is denial and blame abusers are very good at making excuses for 
and excusable actions. They will blame their abusive and violent behavior on a bad childhood, a bad day, or the victims of their abuse. Your abuse partner may minimize the abuse or deny it that it even occurred. So basically what it's saying, like, their, their friends are saying, like, oh, break up with them, break up with them, they're hurting you. They're, uh, they're ha- I like to say they're wearing rose-colored glasses that they don't know what's going on. They're like, no, 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 no. He, he only did it once. And he's never going to do it. They're never going to do it again. And it's, it's scary to think that just by... And in, in you're in denial that it's scary. And that you don't want to believe that this is happening to you. Yeah, and you don't want it to happen to anybody else, but you're scared that it might you might not be able to get out, and that's what's scary. Well, let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. This is the good, the bad, the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. And our topic today is domestic violence, all sorts of forms. 
Oh, well, we just got done, or Emma just got done, talking about all the steps that you see in domestic violence. And just real quick before Emma is going to share a story with you that we've just heard from one of our friends, um, you know, please just take into consideration of all the steps that we have said about domestic abuse and just please be cautious and careful and just really be aware Mm -hmm. of this kind of thing because we want our listeners and just everybody to make sure that they know of these steps and just that, you know, we are here to help. You know, there's a lot of help and, you know, hotlines, you know, places you can go to or even people that you can trust and just depend on. So, you know, just please make sure you are aware of all the steps. And the story I'm about to tell you uh, is from our friend. She came to us uh, knowing what she wanted to tell us. And this is her story. She told me her story, and she wanted to re- me to repeat it. I'm not going to tell her her name or her uh, ex-boyfriend's name or any of her friend's names to keep her in uh, identification, isolated, in disguise, incognito, as you can say. But this story is 100% true, and uh, it gets pretty wild, but it's what happened. One day, she was online, and she was on a dating site for teenagers and young adults, and she met this boy. And so she started talking to this boy, and she instantly was attracted because he was complimenting her, saying how pretty she was, how beautiful she was, and how he could not imagine just not being able to talk to her and stuff like that. And that she fell for that, and she felt like she was wanted. So they started uh, dating a week before, right, Kara? I think so, yeah. Yeah, starting a week before they actually met. So when they actually met, they she thought he was the best thing that they could ever happen. He would hold open doors for her. He would be all polite and all sweet and generous and just buy her things, you know, any boyfriend related stuff and about a month later things started to change uh she was hanging out with her friends and they were all hanging out together her her boyfriend and all of her friends were hanging out and what she didn't tell her boyfriend that she was talking to another guy because she was worried that she was not making him happy and how they could how she could be more I guess, like, how could she cheer him up? Because he was from a really bad home, and she just wanted him to, every time that they hung out, that they would break from that reality and go into their fairy tale land. And, yeah, so she was talking to this boy, and they were hanging out with her friends, and her boyfriend's like, hey, can I uh, text my dad off your phone because my phone died or whatever? And she's like, sure. So... He, she gave her a phone without, you know, thinking through that that was her phone and stuff like that. And then he goes, who's this guy? And she's like, oh, he's just a friend, uh, nothing to really worry about. And he's, they were around their friends, so he acted all hurt and he acted all like, 
oh, why is she doing this, that I'm afraid of that she's going to cheat on me and stuff like that. And all around her friends, she felt so terrible. So after they were done hanging out with her friends and she was driving it home, they got to his house and he got out of the car. And um, he walked over to the driver's side and she, he said, get out. Uh, we need to talk. So she, of course, she put the car in park and turned off the car. And she's like, "So what's up?" And the first thing that he so, told her was, he got in her face and he says, "Are you? Do you think I'm stupid?" And of course, her reaction answer was no. And he started saying, "Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm stupid?" And he he repeated it, and he started to shake her. And she got he grabbed her by the shoulders and started shaking her and uh he's like he kept on repeating that question and he's like i know you're cheating on me i know you're doing that and blah 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 and i can't believe you you're such a little slut and he kept shaking her and she started to cry and say i'm sorry it won't happen again i love you you know you're 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 my life i don't want anything bad to happen i'll stop talking to him i'll stop i'll stop communicating with him you know and and then he stopped, and he, he just started getting apologetic. And he goes, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. It was just you make me so mad when you're talking to other guys. And she, she kept on apologizing, and she didn't really tell anybody because she didn't know who to tell because, you know, like we said, she had rose-colored glasses on that she didn't know that this was happening to her. And she didn't believe that. It wanted to happen to her because she only saw that in movies. She never thought that it could happen to her. So a couple of weeks went by, and he was he was okay because we didn't we didn't hang out with friends. We didn't do anything. We just hung out with each other, and things were going great until one night she decided to have a girls night with her friends you know just a couple girls at her friend's house just having fun and watch movies and stuff like that and he kept calling her and texting her and she of course answered and he was worried about he wasn't he was worried about that he wouldn't be able to move out in time and he was stressing and just like just being not nor being his normal self but more like intense like i can't do this anymore and he started uh saying that he wanted to kill himself and of course um my friend she started freaking out and she was looking at her phone she was freaking out she was calling him and she locked herself up in uh my friend's bathroom on the phone with him on the floor going it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, don't do this, just please don't do this, and he's like, I'll do it, I'll do it, if you don't, I'll do it, because you're not coming, I'll do it, you don't care about me, you never cared about me, you never loved me, and she was crying in hysteria, saying that she did love him, and so, at around 1 a.m., yeah, around 1 a.m., she decided to leave her friends, leave our friend's house, and drive over there. And um, he was pacing up and down the driveway. Uh, she, yeah, she said she, he was pacing up and down the driveway. And she got out of the car. She t- uh, turned off the car, and um, 
she got out of the car and walked over to him and he was just like she was describing how he kind of looked like a bull like an angry bull because he kept it going <laughs> right like yeah he kept on going like that and he had he had her hand made her get out her hand and he put a handful of pills in her hand and he said this is what you almost made me do if you because you didn't care about me at all because you wouldn't come soon enough and if you didn't come if you were five minutes late I would have been dead right now and she started crying and she's like I'm so sorry I I didn't think I don't she was so confused on what was happening she started blabbing and um and I guess she didn't really tell us what what happened but she said she stayed there all the way till uh morning I guess yeah like around in the morning and her friend texted her saying hey where are you are you okay um I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't come back and I guess he started saying, like, who is it? And he, she's like, nobody. He's like, it's him, isn't it? And he got so angry, he got out of the car. And, of course, she followed him out of the car. And he goes, you're such a little slut. And she, he shoved her against the car, the hood of the car. And she fell to the ground and crying. And he kept on yelling at her, saying, like, you're a worthless slut no one ever deserves you as much as I loved you I loved you with all my heart and this is how you repay me you're texting other people and all that and he got so angry he walked uh to his house to get something out of his house and she she was afraid of what he might get he she not, don't know what would he would might get so she uh was shaking so she tried to grab her uh grab her keys and uh, she got into her car, turned on the ignition, and drove off because she didn't know what might happen if she had stayed there another minute. And she drived all the way to her friend's house. And her friend, her friends and I were sitting around a table, and I remember her walking in and apologizing, and she, she was just standing there like, uh, damaged uh, fruit as you can say as like something I guess a fruit or a vegetable fall and it gets bruised or whatever and she looked like that and she started uh, freaking out and she goes I don't know what wrong and her friends are like talk her out of it talk her out of it talk her out of it and um, we talked to her to tell her mom what happened and so that night he kept calling her and so he, she told her that he, to, uh, she told him that we can't see each other anymore uh, because of this what's happened, and I'm just not comfortable. And he threatened on his life again, and he was she, she was so freaked out that her dad actually called the police on him. So the police went to his house, and the he, it was an hour later when the police called my uh, called her father and told her the only told him that the only reason why he was trying to commit suicide because is because he wanted to keep her in her life to string her along and 
So, yeah, that's her, my friend's story. And uh, it really hit home because, like, if you, if you met her in real life, she is, like, the smartest thing you'd ever come by. She's, like, the sweetest thing. And having... She's strong and independent. And, and having somebody do that to her was just... Like, to me, it was... It was it was eye-opening and jaw-dropping. Uh, let's take a break. I'm Emma Macaulay. I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
You are tuned in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Kara Eglinton. And I'm Emma McCauley. And this is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. And our topic today is domestic abuse in all forms and shapes. And so uh, Emma just got done uh, sharing our friend's story of a real life story of what has happened to her and you know, real life, and uh, so our friend. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, talking about well, her. Yeah, and uh, her, her, my, our friend. You know, yeah, so we're calling her her because we do not want to disclose her name for. So yeah, so basically, just you know, the ending to that story is that you know her parents got involved. They called the cops and they went to his house. And I'm pretty sure I don't even because I physically didn't get to be here for that. You know what, when that was happening, but I mean, you know, the police got involved and they took care of him and that you know she broke up with him and she wasn't with him anymore and she got out of that and you know today you know she's still recuperating from that story and just you know what that what happened to her but you know she's growing stronger and you know and you know you can get help you can get out of those situations and that's just a you know real life story that we have you know known of happening Mm -hmm. and so now uh i'm going to be sharing a story that I've heard on Anderson Cooper, which is a talk show on CBS 5. If you guys have watched Channel 5, it's a local um, channel here in Arizona. The Silver Fox. Yeah. So As my mom likes to call him. <laughs> so basically, so um, when, I, when I'm going to be telling the story, at first you're going to probably think, you know, what does this have to tie into domestic abuse? But, you know, you're going to see once I explain the story. She's going to so, open the doors to... Uh, what's happening so yeah so basically it started off with three teenagers two are currently in jail and one is murdered now it was a 19 year old girl named tony and she is serving a life sentence for murder of a classmate michaela who was 16 years old and uh tony well she was arrested with her then boyfriend cody and they and she confessed to hitting her classmate Michaela in the back with a shovel and sitting on her legs before her boyfriend Cody allegedly slit Michaela's throat. When she was asked, you know, what her motive was, she says that he never told me. He wouldn't give me any details of why. Because basically the backstory to that was Tony and Cody were in a relationship for a couple of years and she claims that they were in an abusive relationship. You know, he you know, emotionally hurt her, and he also physically hurt her, and so this guy, Cody, was talking to this Michaela girl. Now, you know, I just don't, because they were talking about it, you know, on the Anderson Cooper, but they didn't really go into too much detail on too much of the backstories of these three teenagers, but basically, Tony and Cody, they took her out and they took this girl Michaela out into the desert somewhere and that's where you know Tony is in jail for you know hitting her in the back with a shovel and sitting on her legs before her boyfriend at that time Cody allegedly slit her throat now you know she was saying how she was in such a bad state of mind because of being in a abusive relationship with her boyfriend Cody and how you know he was living at her house with her for about six weeks before this girl's murder now her both families both sides of the family the the 
family of the girl who got murdered and the, uh, Tony's family, who she's currently in jail for um, a life sentence, and but she may be able to get parole um, in 18 years. And uh, Cody, the also the other victim of this, um, he is having a trial, I think, in July, because you can go on to cbs.com and find out you know more information if you'd like but uh yeah so basically both families were there and they both got to tell their sides of the story and they've and they got to hear tony on a web camera at the anderson cooper station and you know tony was um you know she was claiming that you know she the relationship was uh, abusive with cody and that she was terrified of him and when she hit this girl michaela on the back with a shovel she recalls i didn't know what to do and when her boyfriend cody texted her that earlier that day saying that he had this girl michaela in the back of her car and he was going to kill her she still claimed she had no idea what to do because she was claiming that she was in such a bad state of mind you know from being in such an abusive relationship with him that she didn't know how to handle this kind of situation now she was saying that like you know the last two years she's had to hide her emotions and she still has a hard time still and she apologizes to the family but the family didn't believe her because i even witnessed this when i was watching this on tv is that she didn't have any kind of emotion she didn't have any kind of sorrow she didn't have any kind of feeling when she was explaining you know why she was sorry now you know i know i've never been in any kind of abusive relationship which i you know i'm so thankful and lucky for that but you know just for common sense you would think that somebody in an abusive relationship would be more you know upset about this kind of fact and how this innocent girl who got mixed in with two wrong people ended up getting murdered because of her boyfriend talking to this girl and being friends with her and then you know then she ends up getting murdered and and, and what i don't get is that if she you said you said that uh he, the boyfriend was living with the girlfriend for six weeks right yes six weeks prior and if they were in an abusive relationship, wouldn't somebody in the house know about that? Exactly, yeah, because that, when I was watching this on TV, a lot of people from the audience got very upset. You know, even Anderson Cooper was asking the mother, because the mother of Tony was there, and, you know, she was explaining this whole story, and she was saying that she had no idea. You know, she had some kind of idea because of how he got tempers and how, you know, she he would get mad at her for a lot of things, but he still had no idea to the extent, which is... You know, that is kind of, you know, questionable because you would think that, you know, as her mother, you would take that stand. You would take that initiative to, you know, kind of get in the middle of it. You know, and I don't recommend, you know, ever getting into anybody's business. But if it has something to do with the life of somebody else or your daughter or yeah. anybody, you're going to need to get involved. You're going to need to get in and help them and... You know, the mother of the girl who ended up getting murdered out of this whole situation, uh, in response to her not knowing why she did it, she says, you know, she's got to know why. She participated, and you cannot do something so horrendous and not know why you can't, you know? And what I don't get is that if he texts her saying, I got her in the back of my car, got in the back of her, your car, wasn't your first instinct to call the police? Exactly. And she and that and when everybody was asking her, you know, why didn't you do something? Why didn't you get help? She just kept claiming that she had no idea what to do. She was in that such bad state of mind. And she 
was so lost and so confused and but you know just kind of hearing this from her it just didn't seem like a plausible explanation because of the fact that she didn't seem like she was in such an abusive relationship as she allegedly said and you know so that's kind of the basics of the story i know there's a, probably a lot more detail that goes into it so if you guys if you listening would like to check out more of the story and want to know more on how to help because anderson cooper also has things on his website that you can go to and help if you're ever in this kind of situation whether you're the outsider looking in or if you're the person getting abused you know go to cbs.com and look up anderson cooper and you know read about the story because i remember when i was watching this i was sick to my stomach that some innocent girl who just got mixed in with two people who just needed to work out their problems or just whatever was going on in their life ended up getting murdered over a relationship that was you know supposedly in a you know domestic abuse relationship what i don't well i sorry i wasn't close to the mic but anyways uh what i don't get is that why would the girlfriend uh I don't know how to put this. Like, he said that they were just friends, right? Yeah. Cody and Michaela, they were just friends. I know, like, a jealous... I know some people... Like, a lot of people have jealous tendencies. But wouldn't you want... It it wasn't the girlfriend's jealousy that, like, killed her. It was the boyfriend because... The boyfriend thought that if they got rid of Michaela, it would solve all their problems. Exactly. And, you know, that's obviously not the answer at all. And just made me so upset and just made me think that domestic abuse can lead to that. It can lead to killings and it can lead way more than, you know, like just the normal physical and emotional pain. And please, guys, just, you know, you guys listening, just make sure you get that help. And, you know, please, you know ask us questions and we're here to help you and if you want to share your story or if you have questions or if you're confused on what's going on we'll try to help you like email us at the show send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com make sure you mention my name emma mccauley and kara eglinton and mention the show the good the bad the ugly and i just got the sign off to get on out of here so when in doubt dance out you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) so yeah thanks guys so much for listening today and please feel free to contact us and it's been great thank you guys so much thank you and i bet i salute you guys and tip my hat Thank you again for tuning in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on Voice America Kids. We'll talk again next week as we dig into more of the issues that really matter to today's kids, whether they are good, bad, or ugly. of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.